There we go. We live. We live. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Man to Man Pod. Monday, March 27th, 2023. Beautiful Monday here, y'all. I'm one half of the pod. DB got my co-host AB. What it do? What it do? Shit, man. How you feeling over there, man? How was your weekend? Feeling great, man. Weekend was good, man. Um, eventful weekend. Um, with the little ones. Um, little mama man had uh dance competition, man, and um little man he had everything. He had a flag football game on Friday, basketball and soccer game on Saturday. So great weekend, great weekend with the fam. Okay, great, great for me too. You see UConn doing exactly that's it's a lot. Y'all gonna hear a little noise back there. We got some construction going on in the crib, man. But final four. UConn's in there. My women ain't make it. They got handled. But uh, we obviously going to be talking about that with March Madness. Um, the Final Four, I think three of the four teams, never been in the Final Four yeah. uh, before. So this this March Madness has been absolutely uh, insane. On the women's side, like you said, we got some surprises, got some stars who always been stars. Caitlin Clark showing Woo! up again, showing out last night. But it's slow, slow news in the uh, NFL world, per usual around this time of year. Still waiting on the A Rod trade. Um, Bobby Wags did sign with the team. Um, any Lamar news? I don't think any Lamar news came up nah, yet. I think, I think you you can go you can go around and you can fish for for whatever you want. You know they say you know the Colts playing. You know it was spent more time in Baltimore. Yeah. You know so yeah. you you can you can take that. Um, with a grain of salt, however you want to take it. But, you know, like you said, slow news. But, you know, we're going to make it happen as always. You know, um, pose your questions. M- hashtag M2M Live. Um, or you can put them here in the comment section. But, um, sure, things. either way, man, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, man. It always is. Uh, shout out to FanDuel. Obviously, our presenting sponsor. We're obviously going to look at some, some odds going into these final four weekends. Um, I was looking up some flights to Houston. H Town. Hey, yeah, look, look, look. Cause we we the heavy favorites right now. With all, cause we we done been there. Everybody else, they just happy to be there right now. They 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 hype. They hitting their family up. We done been there before, man. But obviously, we're gonna talk about that um, on the other side. Uh, so we'll see y'all there. Yes, sir. Yo, yo. Yes, sir. I want to come out the gate with, man. Before we get, to, you want to get in the Final Four talk? Yeah, you want to talk? Got me excited with that Lamar Colts. Hey, well, sure. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, you know. Um, again, I was just, you know, reading, you know, through some headlines. And, you know, somebody said, hey, you know, the Colts playing was in Baltimore. It was there. Um, I guess it was scheduled to leave at a certain time. But. It ended up staying longer mm-hmm. um, as two former Colts. Um, two guys that's, that's said it on this show a number of times that Lamar should get paid. Yeah. Um, two guys on this show that says the Colts, we need a quarterback. Um, sitting at, and this is just me just kind of taking a look at it, sitting at the position where we're picking right now, I feel as though – we're kind of, even though we, we we were picking high, we're kind of out of that spot of really picking that quarterback that I feel as though can change the trajectory of the franchise. Would you agree okay. with that? Uh, oh, yeah, and no. The only the only head, the only pause I have with that is if you are at four, it's big ifs though. And we we both have our big hesitations when it comes to Anthony Richardson, but I think he could possibly be around. 
uh, by the time we pick. I think C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, whichever order they go, I think those will be the first two guys off the board. So potentially Anthony Richardson could be that guy um, that can change the trajectory of the franchise. But Mm -hmm. if I had to choose between Anthony Richardson and Lamar Jackson and giving him that money, no question. I'm going Lamar Jackson. That's no that's, that's that's a, a no brainer for me. Yeah. So I mean, again, we're here, you know, on our podcast, just you know, shooting the shit. Again, you know, having that number four pick is it something that you know the coach would be willing to deal to the Baltimore Ravens um, for Lamar? If you ask me, shit, you can have it. You know. Facts. So again, we don't know what that. It's all speculation now. Um, but hey, we're gonna run with this speculation. We're gonna talk about it. Got to. Uh, that's what that's what it was. March 27th. That, that's that's what what else are we talking about right now outside of speculation? Uh, when you're talking NFL, obviously, you know, the draft pick. What are we gonna do in the draft? Uh, what is everyone gonna do in the draft? You know, everybody's speculating. Will the Panthers stay pat at one? CJ Stroud go there. Will Bryce Young go there? Uh, where are the other guys gonna go? Will Levis. Uh, I, and I've been watching more of the film of these guys now, the, the receivers, the quarterbacks, um, the DBs. And when you when I put that Levis film up next to the other guys, it's, in my, it's not even close. So if we ended up going that direction, I, I hope Levis goes and had a, has a great career. But based off what I've seen, big kid, compact throw, strong arm, but everything else is just wildly inconsistent. The, the accuracy, the decision-making – um, and people always say, oh, you know, what about the, sur- the, the supporting cast, uh, you know, whatnot. Uh, yeah. You can see what you see. I can only see what's on the film regardless of who's playing around the guy. So um, don't look good. But Anthony Richardson, that's the biggest wild card in this draft, obviously. And then, um, you know, Bryce Young, if he was two inches taller, he'd be – it wouldn't even be a question about who would be the first guy off the board. But uh, C.J. Stroud looks special too, man. But uh, Colts are in an interesting position. Uh, this playing yeah. been in Baltimore. Is Lamar even in Baltimore right now? Is Lamar in Florida? What, what's the conversation? We know the history between uh, the city of Baltimore and the Indianapolis Colts football team. So that would be interesting if that deal got done. But I would love to see eight in blue. Um even thinking about what he did against us, uh, I think it was a Monday Night Football. We yeah. up probably twenty something. He just he went nuts. Um, so I, I would love to see him obviously get paid, and it would be even better to be in that jersey with, with how we've had this QB carousel that hasn't necessarily uh, worked out for us, and we haven't had a guy in their prime since Luck retired. You know, right. um, Luck walked away obviously in his prime. So if you go from Luck, you know, five different quarterbacks, and then Lamar Jackson. I think a lot of coach fans would be ecstatic about that. Uh, starting with these two coach fans, I know we'll be happy about it. Let's, let's get it done, baby. Let's get it done. Whatever you got to do to get it done, Jim. But uh, speaking of getting it done, speaking of getting it done, man. Look, first time, and I don't know what since 1970, I think, uh, since they started using the seeding system, where we don't have a one-two or three seed, not a single one, uh, to make it to the Final Four. That, that's uh, that's crazy. This was the epitome of March Madness as it is every year. But we got on the left side, FAU, 9C FAU, uh, facing the San Diego State, 9 and a 5 seed. That's yeah. And obviously on the other side, we got the U, University of Miami, 5 seed, facing 4 seed, University of Connecticut Huskies, UConn Huskies. Oh, man, what's it's hey, hard. I'm calling it now. It'll be number nine FAU versus the U. Um, wow, it's it's it's, it's going to be a Florida wow. show in the national championship on the men's side. Um, wow. number nine FAU against number five. University of Miami, a Florida showdown. South Florida showdown. South Florida showdown. That's, I mean, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people talking about FAU and the basketball team. I ain't heard shit in all my years on this earth <laughs> of living. You know, FAU and then all these fans coming out the world works. But I respect it, man. I, I would do the same. Um, and then the U, you know, we got a lot of guys 
um, played in the league, former teammates. Yeah. So I see that all on my timeline. The youth mm -hmm. talking their basketball school now. Obviously, the women they lost last night, but um, had a hell of a season as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, you heard it here first, man. And the national championship on the men's side, FAU, University of Miami. You heard it here. Dead. That's gonna be right on dead ass wrong because uh, now that 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 FAU, I'm, I'm right with him. That's that's you know, I got. Two of my siblings, I think, got degrees from FAU. So that's one of those schools who, you South Florida, a lot of people go there, graduate from there. But on the grand scheme of things, when it came to athletics, you know, football team has come a long way, obviously. But basketball um, hasn't been getting that much notoriety. But 33-3, and three, I think, right on the regular season coming into the tournament, got their first win, their first tournament win this year, and then to punch their ticket all the way to the Final Four. Um, it's crazy. They, they don't look like they're trying to go home anytime soon. Um, but I got them winning. I got them handling business, going with the South Florida team. But on the other side, obviously, I got to go with my guys. And UM came to, they were down big second half, went on a hell of a run against Texas. They were the last uh, two seed left um, in the tourney, Texas was. But they handled business. But I mean, UConn. Honestly, we haven't been we haven't been challenged yet. Yeah, y'all y'all been playing some good ball. <laughs> y'all been playing some real good ball. I will say been, that. Yeah, we we've been steamrolling. Uh, Sonogo, he he's a, he's a beast in the middle. Uh, big man, obviously scoring, rebounding. He's been improving his passing. You know, because they've been sending doubles at him a lot. Hawkins been just shooting that table. We've been great in transition, great defensively. Up and down the court. I mean, like old school UConn ball, man. So, like, you look at the last four. We the team. We the program. You know, like kind of that blue blood that you know been here before. Yeah, this ain't nothing new. There's gotta be something. It's something to being there before. Not like at all. Not see. right now. Yeah, Not yeah, this yeah, stage. yeah. It is. Not at it this is. stage. It you is. know what I mean? It's final four. The last four left. Like you know, um, as you know, playing on that hardwood. Hey, you, hey. It's all about man. Come on, grow up. Um, all about the about the matchups, and I think it's going to be a real good matchup. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to see, man. Thursday. But hey, it's a lot of hoopers in South Florida, though, man. So you see, I don't know if it's the NIL. I don't know what it is. A lot of transfers. I know people have been talking about a lot of people changing schools and how that is uh, affecting the basketball uh, landscape trajectory or whatnot. But I mean, if you come live and go to school in Boca. And, 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 you know, a beautiful place like Boca and still be punching your ticket and competing to the Final Four. Same thing in Miami. Y'all keep keep on coming down here, man. Bring this talent down here, man. Uh -oh. it, should be, it should be special. I saw something, right? It was um like the numbers as far as – and I forgot what juncture we was at in the tournament, but at the time, it was like the starting five of those teams. It was like – um had seniors it was like a a, a, a wild number um of yeah, amount of seniors juniors and then um as far as freshmen it was i think it was only one true freshman in that start yep. so <clears throat> just kind of showing like the landscape and where where it's going where in the past you know you would see those dynamic freshmen sophomores that was in those star five lineups but now um i'm not sure if it was um the getting you know, gaining gaining that COVID year or whatever, but you, now you're starting to see these programs really um, depend on those, you know, four-year, five-year seniors, those um, upperclassmen. So, yeah, again, I don't know if it's those NIL deals where guys is like, look, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to stay in school and get these deals or whatever. I don't think, again, even with the NIL, you know, that's still the, like the wild, wild west. Um, mm -hmm. You know, some guys are getting money. Some guys aren't, you know, what the money is looking like. But, um you know, to those, to those, to those players, those athletes out there, man. Like, it's a it, little I, landscape. It different. is, it is much, much different. But I, I mean, as far as the and March Madness is always crazy. That's what that's why it's called March Madness. But, um, I guess how, the the parity now with with the teams. It's not you remember it used to be shit Kentucky, Duke, yeah, uh, UNC, Kansas. Like you know, year in Michigan State, year in year out, one of those teams. Are going to be in it but now you look at the, the the field of 64 this year and then all the teams that just start dropping like flies man um how they're playing these new coaches kansas state i think that was the first year head coach right 
Yeah, so he was an assistant for a long time. Assistant mm -hmm. for a long time, long time assistant. You know, first year coach at K State. That was kind of my choice, my pick. Yeah. Who was going to, um, you know, that guard, that guard was nice, nice, nice. Now he should have took that last shot. But man, oh, I, I, I hate it. We we had a we I had an argument in the, in the group chat, my brothers, because uh, you know he had a thirty ball. He was pulling from the logo. He was obviously did his thing all tournament. Yeah, and my big brother. Uh, he, you know, he got very, very high standards. Hey, man, the moment was too big for him. The moment was too big. My boy, like, nah, he bought all tournament. You can't say that. You can't say that. And I'm like, damn, four seconds left, ball in your hands. You hey, got a live dribble. Ain't back at him, why? You got live dribble. You home? Like, <laughs> it, I felt like that was that moment for him. You know, for everybody, obviously, you know, they had the camera on his brother and his family the whole time. And, and I don't want to take anything from the great run and the great turn he had, but oh, I all. think we all, he probably sick too. He probably, he probably, like, he like, probably wow. said it, you know, walking to that locker room in his mind. He probably like, man, damn, I, I should have took that last shot. But, you know, he had a hell of a um, oh, yeah. five, eight, you know, just his story. I kind of seen someone in his story, like, mm -hmm. um, no offers, you know, coming out of high school. Um, ended up going, I forgot what school he ended up going to, then um, transferring to uh, Kansas State. But yeah. again, man, just just a, just a just a dog on the court. Dog yeah. on the court. mentality. You can just tell it. The heartbeat of that team, man. Yeah, absolutely. So him uh, him and his coach, I believe, was the first year head coach. Uh, the Texas coach, he was an interim head coach because their uh, coach are coming into the season. Beard had gotten to, um, I think, domestic issue. Mm -hmm. his fiance or some earlier in the season and i think he's taken the job elsewhere since i think she you know either recanted the statements or something like that i want to say maybe old miss he took uh he took that that head coaching job but um some great runs great teams great coaches uh definitely interested to see how it all how it all plays out in houston yeah. um but like i said we'll take a peek at these odds real quick according to the fan Dual sports book. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Boom. Men's final four odds. Connecticut up there at top. Minus 125. They are the betting favorites. San Diego State plus 360. Miami plus 490. You got Florida Atlantic, the ultimate underdogs at plus 600. Oh, man. So uh, I don't, how much of the women's Final Four is set up. I know you got man. a chance to catch that game last night. Yeah, man. Um, that our uh, Louisville game, man. It was, whoo, Kevin Clark. Man, we 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 got we got to talk about that. And I, I asked you earlier. I'm like, was you able to catch this game, Kalen Clark? You can put that uh, graphic back up real mm -hmm. quick. Bomb. Kalen Clark is the only, the only women's or men's player in history with a 40-point triple-double in an NCAA tourney game. She had 41 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, three steals, and eight for 14 behind the arc. <clears throat> and I'm watching the game, man, and um, Louisville, they jumped out to a quick start. You know, I think it was like 8-0, and then she dropped like seven real quick. Um, yeah. And then the rest of the game, she just made that – she just made it look so easy, you know what I mean? Just scoring the ball, getting our um, teammates involved, you know, passing the ball, and then you know, as a as a guard, you know, being able to get your teammates in position, mm -hmm. passing the ball, making it easy for them to you know score the bucket. Man, it was it was a very very impressive, very impressive. And she she's been that way since arriving on campus, uh, and and. and one of in my other group chat, my hooping group chat, my boy put in there, uh, boy Pat put in there, hey, Caitlin Clark, for, without y'all hopping on Google, I'm gonna let y'all know right, greatest scorer in our generation, men's or women's. I'm like, nah, nah, we got Bree Stewart, Maya Moore, I'm dropping all these names who said 20, she averaged 27 a year since arriving on campus. Like, that, that's tough, even in like pro sports, but especially uh, collegiately. Um, bucket getter, um, assist. I think Tone told us she was what first in assist, first in assist, um, third in score. Year? Yeah, this is crazy. She's obviously unconscious from where she pulls from. Uh, she's a threat as soon as she crossed half court to pull it. 
Look at these numbers one more time. 41, 12, 10, 3, 8 for 14. That, that's that's nasty, man. But um, you look at the women's right now, a lot of the betters is like, hey, it's South Carolina versus the field. That's how dominant Don Staley's uh, South Carolina game cox has been. LSU, they tough as well with Angel yeah. Reese. But um, so we'll see. I got South Carolina beat Maryland. Maryland's a tough. They, they're a mob too. Yeah. That Virginia but, um, Tech, Ohio State <clears throat> game, that's going to be tough. Ohio State sent my girls home. Yeah. We'll Ohio be back, State. though. We'll have Paige Buckets back next year. That's going to be uh, it's gonna be tough, man. So I, I, I'm not disappointed at all as far as, you know, the way the field is building out on both sides, men and women. Um, again, I think, you know, South Carolina, as you said, you know, um, Don Staley has those ladies playing well. So mm -hmm. if you had to, to bet on a team on the women's side, I think it will be South Carolina. But, again, LSU, good. Virginia Tech, probably the most underrated, number one um, yeah. ranked seeded team um, in the tournament. So definitely be locked in. Be locked into this. Yeah, this, this uh, women's landscape has changed a lot, too. We were talking about the men's earlier. We were in school. It was UConn, Tennessee. Uh, Notre Dame was always in it. Stanford. Yeah, you had North Carolina in there. North Carolina had a run. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it was a lot of times just the same same cast of characters. I don't know how many straight elite ace we done been in as a but these are the odds right now. But on um, these last six teams alive, uh, South Carolina heavy betting favorite to take it all at minus two fifty to win it. LSU second best plus four sixty. The Hawkeyes plus seven hundred. V Tech plus sixteen hundred. Uh, Maryland plus three thousand. Ohio State plus three. Thousand. So, uh, how you see the final four shaking out for the women's? Man, um, obviously I was in. I got uh South Carolina beat Maryland. I got LSU, and then I'm gonna go this V Tech Ohio State game, man. Um, I put it in the chat with you and Tone. It's gonna be a, a it's gonna be a tough one. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna go V Tech there. I'm gonna go V Tech. I'm gonna have South gonna Carolina. I'm gonna have South Carolina. And LSU in the national in the natty. Ooh, that, that's gonna be the one everybody wanna see too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have South Carolina, LSU in the natty. Um and I you know, I got South Carolina. Yeah, that uh, Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm taking V Tech. Um but obviously it's gonna be big, like you said, big under underrated one seed, but that, that old state. Press. We're gonna see if they can handle that. Yeah. But I'm going. I, I got the same, same Final Four, same Natty. Angel Reese is a dog. She but I'm is. gonna go with. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with South Carolina. Pull it out. Don Staley ain't. She ain't. She ain't. She ain't playing that squad. Ain't ain't playing. Playing. Oh. Yeah. That oh squad hey, man, shout out Don Staley, man. Um, you know. Shout out to my my Miac folks, Norfolk State. Their ladies, they ended up um, beating um, Howard in the um, national, not the national, but in the Miac championship, getting that uh -huh. big tournament, and uh, they ended up getting uh, South Carolina that uh, that first round. And Don Staley, she came in the locker room and, and shouted out Norfolk State, man, and how I those see, yeah. Um, been playing, saying that they're not a 16th seed, man. So shout out Don Staley, man, and what she's doing on that that entire platform and what she's just doing for basketball in general, man. She's a legend um, as a player, as a coach. Yeah. So salute, salute. As a uh, as an actress, I, I remember her on, uh, on Martin. That was, that was probably my introduction to Don Staley <laughs> on that episode of Martin. Where him and his boys got whooped God. up on. Yeah. Ah, my back. Uh, yeah, that was probably probably my intro to Don State. But shout out, shout out to the legend, man. Her legend continues to grow. Um for sure, for sure. What else we got, man? Um, what I want to do, man. I want to shout out, man. We got we got guys in the league all across the sports. Real man that does a lot of good stuff in the community, man. Um, mm -hmm. one of our guys, one of our former guests, um, 
uh, Man to Man alum, Tyrod Taylor from the 757 from Hampton, Virginia. Um, yes, sir. He just up a health and wellness center um, at the Boys and Girls Club that he once attended in Hampton, Virginia on Shell Road. Um, and here you can see the picture. Oh, that's dope. Of uh, the Tyrod Taylor Wellness Center, um, Boys and Girls Club, the Virginia Peninsula, man. And uh, again, just want to highlight, you know, what he's doing in the community, what other guys around the league, um, you know, current and former players are doing in the community. I don't think um, you know, guys get enough credit for what they what they do in the community. So again, man, shout out to Tyrod Taylor, man. What you doing? What you stand for? Um, as they, you know. They call him around the way, the neighborhood hero, man. So again, man, shout out to him, man. Big shout out to the man and man alone. Todd Taylor. He's still uh he's still with New York. Still with New York. Still with New York, man. What else we got? We was talking um ball. You're Lakers, so you picked to win the championship this year. If I nah, if I, nah, I, if I recall this. correctly. <laughs> Yeah, nah. yeah, Los Angeles Lakers, they still fighting, fighting for playoff life right now in the NBA. LeBron James returned after missing 13 games. The conversation was, should he return? Should he preserve himself? Should he come back? The Lakers are playing well. Um, you talk about some underdog stories earlier. Austin Reeves, he got a crazy story as well that I kind of read up on a little bit. Yeah. on the self. Um, you know, just wait for the right opportunity. He's been balling, but LeBron uh made his return against the Bulls. But um, you know, Pat Bev and the Bulls and Pat Bev been selling out, been talking shit and backing it up. But uh they got their first win, I think, against they got a back to back against the Lakers. Lakers, like I said, fighting for a play in spot at this point. A lot of the West is kind of bunched up. Yeah, in that, man. How you see this shaking out for LeBron and, and, and your Los Angeles Lakers, man? Man, um, like you said, man, it's a, it's, it's about, what, five, six teams right there bunched up. Um, I think they'll be able to – I think they'll 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 get in there. I think so. Um, again, you know, dealing with that foot, man um, – that could be that could be tough. That could be tough. Obviously, running up and down the hardwood floor. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure you know he got some some great advice um, from his from his from his from his his team his camp. But I think the Lakers they'll be able to get in there. Um, and then from there, you know, we'll just have to see. But that West is tough. That West is tough right yeah. now. Yeah, they asked LeBron why he opted on not getting uh, surgery. He said he went to the LeBron James of feet and, and the doctor basically told him he didn't need it. Then there was other reports that the doctor saying he's healed from this tendon injury, I believe, uh, faster than they ever seen. But um, as far as the Western Conference and the standings right now, you got our Denver one, Memphis two, Sacramento three, Phoenix four. And Phoenix got 39 wins at sitting at the four seed. And all the way at the 10th seed, OKC has 37 wins. So it's two yeah. wins uh, between <laughs> the four good. and the nine seed. So Phoenix at four, Clippers five right now, Golden State six, Minnesota seven, Pelicans eight, Lakers nine, OKC 10 uh, as it stands right now. So the playing tournament would be Lakers, OKC, Minnesota Pelicans. If it ended right now um, in the NBA, Eastern side, Milwaukee, Boston, Philly, Cleveland, New York Knicks, Brooklyn Nets, and the play-in teams, Miami, Atlanta, and Toronto, Chicago, as it stands right now. Yeah, man. AD, man. That's what they, that's what they brought you to L.A. for, man. Gotta, gotta, you know, he, he's had his times. He has. He has. You got to take the lead, man. Um, but as always, you know, you get down in stress, man. They always – it gets exciting, you know, um, going into the playoffs and, you know, thereafter. So. True indeed. I'm still looking forward to the playoffs. Um, also looking forward to some questions, comments, concerns after um, I drop this little ad, FanDuel read. And then on the other side, you know, we take some stuff, man. Just hit us on Twitter using M2M Live hashtag and obviously hit us in the comments as well so what the hell y'all want to talk about 
Please, please. Yes, sir. The tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You heard it. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com backslash M2M live and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the nets in Houston. So don't miss your shot at a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com backslash M2M live to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 21 plus and select states first online real money wager only. Refund issue as a none withdrawable free bet as it expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com backslash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342-NAZ. 1-8-789-777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WIZIT in Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP. In Louisiana and then 1877 8 hope NY or text hope NY to 467-369 in New York, Tennessee, Red Line. All right, 1 800 889 9789 in Tennessee, 1 800 as we always, you know, shout out what they do for us, man. Um, our proud sponsor this past weekend, man. Um, Tom, that's a fine too. Um, on Showtime, man, it was a good, good, good fight, man. These two, yeah, these two have been going back and forth for a while. Benavidez, um, against Caleb Plant. Um, Plant, man, I don't know if you know if anybody was able to catch this fight but you know first first half of this fight plant held his own but the big mexican bro he started throwing them 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 hooks them jabs them so cross time yeah it was on showtime i missed this one man bro so now i think a lot of the a lot of the the, the boxing world they looking for the benavidez and Canelo fight. So um I think that will be a great, great matchup. Obviously, um Canelo put plant down on the um on the canvas. Um I think it was probably like uh two fights ago for plant. So again, man, the Benavidez. Um what weight division is uh is that? This is a uh, one sixty-eight. So is that light heavyweight? Or nah 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 um middleweight. I think it's I think it is middleweight. Well it's like 168, but but it was uh, it was rough, man. You could just tell the in you know, like round 10, round eleven, the punches, man. Being a vid ass throw his punches, man, and every time he connect, you just hit ooh, ooh, you could just see it. <laughs> and then plant, he laying his, it just then it, it just wasn't the same, man. But again, man, two, two, two great fighters going at it. Um what we need to see more, more of. But if we can get that Benavidez and um Canelo fight, man, that would be one everybody should team tune into. Who was, is Canelo still in that fight deal? I know he was um he had well yeah what how many fights he had? Deals. I don't know. We went to one of them, but um I would like to see that. But I'm uh are you going to that Garcia Davis fight? I want to, man. Um. I think I got a coach that weekend though, so I think I have to uh, have to miss that. I have to get that on pay per view, but that's gonna be live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going, I'm going <laughs> yeah. with Tank now, guys. Garcia, he, he, I feel like he he might make it a good one. He he does have the power, but uh, I like Tank. I think Tank is gonna go the distance. Tank going win the decision. Good fight. I mean, that's what we. I mean, that's all we want, right? We want the best that's fighters all we want. each other. You know what I mean? So, I think it's gonna be a good one, Ryan Garcia. You know, quick. You know, got some power, tank. 
Tank is tank, man. It's going to be a good one, man. I'll be locked in for it. Uh, let's see if we got any questions. Da, 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 da. Slow news today. Slow news. For real, for real. Um, boom, G.I. Joe. Mm -mm. G.I. Joe 317. Does a wide receiver make a QB or does a QB make the wide receiver? They make each other, man. Correct. They make each other. I that's how I feel. I feel like um seeing seeing um some great great quarterback and receiver combos that come through this league. I feel like they they thrive off one another because yeah, you can have a good quarterback, but if your receiver is subpar or some shit you know, dropping passes and, and running bad routes and, you know, that 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 stuff, it, 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 it has an effect on a QB. And obviously as a receiver, you can, you know, run a great route yeah. um, and do X, Y, and Z. But then if that quarterback is throwing sloppy balls, the timing is off, <clears throat> you know, you can't benefit off of that. So I think they make one another. I don't think either one benefits more from the other. In most cases, uh, in most cases, yeah, most I, I think a receiver could benefit more from a, a, a good quarterback if it did lean one way or the other. Uh, but it's receivers is such a dependent position. Uh, all, all the things they be said, but you got to have a quarterback that can get you the ball and, and get you the ball at the right time. And then on the flip side, that receiver's got to know how to get open at the right time within the rhythm of the offense. Uh, but then another thing a wide receiver has to have is an O-line. You got to have an O-line that can give that quarterback some time to go through progressions, to give you time to run your route how you need to run it. Shit, you ideally want a run game, you get some play action, you get that safety to come up, you get, you know, open looks. So it's a lot of things. I mean, that's a huge reason why, like, going to college, I, didn't, I couldn't play full-time receiver because, like, damn, you got to have a good quarterback. You got to have a good offensive line. It's too many things to have to bank and depend on. To, have to try to make that next step. So, um, yeah. it, quarterbacks, but if you got a good quarterback, I'm seeing good quarterbacks elevate um, decent receivers more than I have seen good receivers elevate decent quarterbacks. So, um, but it, it's huge though. You see, when Stefan Diggs came over with Josh Allen, the difference that made, AJ Brown coming over with Jalen Hurts. Um, like, you need, you need though, Jerry Rice with both of his Hall of Fame. But quarterbacks like you need you need you need each other man i done seen some receivers make some average quarterbacks yeah man what think think about no think, think think about think about a quarterback right a backup mm -hmm. quarterback that comes into a game that's you know whether it's due to injury or whatever the case may be um and they got a dog receiver houston most of d hop's career and what does what what is D Hop gonna make that quarterback look like? It look damn good when you throwing the ten, but then that's what I'm saying. So, everywhere else, but if you that quarterback, what you gonna do? I'm saying you gonna for, but you gonna force it to ten only only so much until you know we take them out, and then and then the assness of that quarterback is gonna show. You gonna be like okay, like you always knew throughout his career, like all right, he may have had two decent ones but outside of that you know them quarterbacks are trash unless they were throwing the 10. i understand uh, that but if you gotta if you if you and i'm not taking anything away from the quarterbacks because yeah like quarterbacks to your point quarterbacks can make a average receiver look above average not oh, saying yeah. great but above average but i've seen some dog receivers with some very 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 average quarterbacks make them look again above average whereas you know you somebody said in the chat andre johnson his whole career in in houston he had a better quarterback situation d hop because at least he had matt Schaub for a lot of his career and matt Schaub, what you know he wasn't the average he wasn't the best but yeah I, above average i give him matt Schaub. he had some good years above you played against him more than i did so what you say? You say average? 
That's no knock. That's no knock. He's been an average NFL player. Average player. Average quarterback. So, but you know, again, I think they both need each other. I think they both need each other. Agreed. Agreed. Ultimate team sport. But, uh, yeah, good good question, G.I. Joe. Jesse Black, Kurt Warner gave Steve Bressy, Young Anquan, Fitz, all the time. See, he was dogs, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Kurt was obviously all the favor, but Young Bressy, Young Young Fanta was nice. Yeah, especially you. Yeah. Third option with Quan came in as a rookie. Brady Fitz was, you know, it's the first battle Hall of Famer. <laughs> He's had a lot of quarterbacks. So, mm-hmm. um, Average still means top 32. Mm-hmm. It's fair. What else we got? Any other questions? Light on the question of the day. Light on the questions of the day. Um, while we're waiting on some, some good questions, I did get my, I got my, I got me about a good hour 15 in this this morning. Already? Already. I'm behind. It, it was it was leg day and it got a little cardio in. So boxing? Nah, 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 nah. I was um, okay. I got on the Peloton. I got on the Peloton. Yeah, I haven't um maybe I get this working while they're here. Okay, yeah, you know what? Monday, Monday leg day today. Actually, nah, let me let me stick with the program. What, what my calendar say? <laughs> 27 upper body no nope, upper body day upper body day i'm getting back on my uh push-up shit too man yeah i had my physique right back in the day i used to just bang out random 30 40 50 pieces uh i gotta get back on the hold on let's see they need something good okay okay it's a good it's, it's a good question i'm gonna answer it and then uh when d butt gets back he can um he can answer that. Does Cam Newton land on a team by camp? Um, I think he can, but again, he gotta. I think he gotta be honest with himself. I think if a team does bring him in to camp, I don't think they will be looking at him as a starter. Um, but again, like he has to be okay with that if he wants to get on the roster. If I was a GM, I would, I would consider bringing Cam in. But it would be a conversation that we would have to have. Say, look, you're not. I'm not bringing you in to be that starter per se. Now, you know, things happen throughout the season. You know, you could be, you know, taking those snaps. But um, I don't know if Cam would be okay with that. I don't know if he would be like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. But, um, but again, I think honestly. I, I I thought he was done. So when he when I when I saw that he was throwing at the Auburn Pro Day, I mean, my eyebrows raised. Like 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 what? Like does Auburn need a quarterback to throw to the receivers or or, or what's up? But you know, teach his own man. He still got a, a passion for. It. He wants to get back out there, so he going for it. Your thoughts? What was the question? Does um does Cam? Where is it at? Ooh, that's Cam. That's Cam. Cam Ooh. 18 by Cam. I'll say no. That would be my, yeah, no. Um, and, and shit, I think he's earned the right based on his career for us to even be talking about it. That's why when he came out and made the announcement, hey, he's going to be throwing that Auburn's Pro Day um, based on what he's already done in the NFL. Got to talk about it. Got to bring it up. Cam Newton, former MVP, number one overall pick, made a Super Bowl appearance. Um, the last time we saw him out there, didn't look good um, at all. And we can, you know, point to whatever reason that was. I'm rooting for him personally. Personally, I would like to see Cam succeed. And I would like to see him play football um, if that's something he still want to continue to do. But just knowing how to, how to, you know, league is and you can argue that it's 32 better than him. Um, I would definitely say he's uh, in the top 64. But then, to your point, you were talking about bringing him as a backup. And distraction is word that's used a lot. And that obviously has a negative connotation to it. But once again, former MVP. How many former MVPs have we seen in the league that are coming in as backups? Right. Um, so it's going to be, you know, your, your young quarterback or your, your bridge quarterback have two, three bad games. You know, half the fan base is going to be – 
hey, put Cam in there, put Cam in there. So that's something that people think about. But um, is he top 64? I would say, yeah. Definitely good enough, talented enough to be a backup. Um, but once again, is that something Cam is willing to do? And is that something that a team would be willing to bring Cam in to do? Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's I, if, to answer the question, I would say no. But obviously root for Cam. That, if you want to play ball, should I want to see him out there playing, man? Yeah. Good question, my guy, Marcus. 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 Who else we got, man? Let me get up out of here. I got to get out there because I don't know. We got to translator. You say you got a translator. I said, yeah, I might brush up on my Spanish. Uh, Fell off my Duolingo. Boys on it. Hey, man. Throw some Tom Brady training. Shador Sanders. That's a hell of a trainer. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's a hell of a train. I didn't see that neither, but you know, um, if that's the that's case, a, man. I mean, can't get no better than that. Yeah, even if even if I'm sitting in on, on, on meetings with, with Tom Brady or, or just going over notes or practicing footwork, technique, game situation, two minute, whatever red zone. Um that you know, that's the best ever do it. And, and, and so if you if you have that opportunity, whatever type of training it is, whether it's just mental or physical at that quarterback position, um, that's incredible. And it, it's gonna be um I'm excited to watch watch and see what Colorado does uh this year. And everybody is yeah, they've been so shitty for so long. And obviously we've seen a lot of behind the scenes. They damn near got their own hard knocks. Uh, really with how, how Prime has been recording and putting a lot of things out there. So um, it's going to be – everybody's going to be tuned in. Whether you want to see uh, Coach Prime fail or succeed, uh, everybody's going to be tuned in to see how it goes, especially this first year. Uh, did you see his video, the promo he cut about uh, the numbers, like earning, earning jersey numbers and, and what single digits meant? I've I seen people talk about it, but I didn't take uh, – I didn't watch it. What was he saying? Okay. Just basically like if you want a single number, you got to just – what you got to work for? Yeah, so um, somebody asked him, just a second, somebody asked him, you know, what what's the thought process behind him? Because everybody's out there with just the jerseys, no numbers. What's the thought pro process behind, you know, people having to earn a number? He was like, hey, I'm old school. Nobody ever gave us anything. When I came up, like having a single digit meant something. Like you can't be out there with number one on, getting getting toe out the frame. Like you got that yeah. single digit like that. Like you earn that, and that means you, you, you him. Uh, he said, I got linemen, you know, wanting to wear number zero. And and I'm, if I'm giving the big guys those numbers, then it's a deficit in the back end. So it was just a lot of the conversation about that, which, should we are. For, we, he was like, double numbers. He said, double numbers? You give a guy a double number, that just meant you want to go play back yeah. in the day. So he was just talking about some things that are the norm now that he's kind of old school to go against. Um, I, I obviously agree with the single-digit stuff. That was something you definitely – had to be that one of those dudes to have that coming up. Um, so I definitely didn't have any issue with it. No, nah, I, I mean, I don't got no issue with that. You know, single digits. Um, you know, like you say, you got to earn that. You got to yeah. earn that. You just can't be coming and walking to the office and say, I want one or whatever <laughs> the case may be. Like, you out here with two left feet. So um, I, I respect That's it. I respect it. Yeah, man. You came in, uh, you went you went to Howard with Deuce. You came in there freshman year, you had Deuce? Uh, 25. 25 freshman year? 25 freshman year. And yeah, then okay. uh sophomore year, got the deuce. Got the deuce. Yeah, my first two years, I had a 28, 28 freshman year, uh sophomore year, and then junior year, I switched to one. So to 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 Prime's point. Hey, get out there and earn it. Go get it. <laughs> get out there and earn it. And then the next person, you always look. I know you was looking like, all right, who got that deuce on that I left? Man, what what, yeah, it, it, what the, and look, look, I and and I and I feel a certain type of way about the deuce too, anyway. Like mm -hmm. don't be giving that shit away to anybody. Like, come on facts. now. You know what I'm saying? That's but, a fact, man. So I agree, I agree with him. I agree with him for that standpoint. Um, what else we got, man? 
What else is going on, man? It's it's real. It's really it's really slow, man. Really slow, man. What y'all had going on out there, Javier? Had to wrestle a teammate for that twenty back in high school. <laughs> I had to do it. Oh, I just see. It. I don't know if this is real, but hold on, let me see. What's that? See we got breaking news. Uh oh, we got breaking news with Lamar Jackson. According to Lamar Jackson's Twitter, let me read it. A letter to my fans. Let me make sure this is really him. Yeah, it's him. I want to first thank you all for the love and support you consistently show towards me. All of you are amazing. I appreciate y'all so much. I want you all to know. I want you all to know not to believe everything you read about me. Let me personally answer your questions. In regard to my future plans, as of March 2nd, I requested a trade from the Ravens organization, which the Ravens have not been interested in meeting my value. Any and everyone that has met that I've met, this is these tweets are a little tricky. Now I'm reading it as I see it, or been around me, know I love the game of football, and my dream is to help a team. My dream is to help a team win a Super Bowl. You are all great, but I had to make a business decision that was best for my family and I. No matter how far I go or where my career takes me, I'll continue to be close to my fans of a Baltimore flock nation in the entire state of Maryland. You'll see me again. Trust. Let's stay connected. Subscribe to my fan page. Whoa. I like it. Yeah, look, I, I could read y'all, but it was just broken up in multiple tweets and it was some of the word was shaky, but requested the change. I like it. So this was three weeks ago. Yeah. He said March 2nd, he requested a trade. So this is this is over three weeks ago. It's March 27th right now. Uh requested the trade. I said he should have done this, especially after they hired the, the coach, the offensive coordinator, who's you know, uh, his name is fleeting me right now. Is it Todd Monkin? Oh, uh, you some you say the coach offensive coordinator? Nah, the uh Oh, Baltimore. The Ravens. Or the Ravens, yeah, Ravens um, hired the offensive coordinator who's been – he was the Georgia offensive coordinator. He's been back and forth in the league. But, yeah, I'm be, I am I like it. I, I love, love it. it. What's, your, what's your thoughts? What's your initial thoughts on this breaking Lamar Jackson news? I love it. I love it. So, I hope that plane wow. <laughs> that was, you know, yeah, supposedly been Indianapolis Colts playing, I hope they was out there talking business and figuring out how we can – um get this trade done um again um i hate it had to come to this point but it's a business and we talk about it all the time it's a business on both sides it's a business for the organization it's a business for the team organization got to do what's best for them player got to do what's best for him and he's figuring out at this point at this juncture hey i think it's best for me to request a trade see if i can go elsewhere to create a different business relationship with a different team i love it um i hope it works out in lamar's favor i guess we'll, we'll see in the next coming days and weeks what happens we we shall see um man yeah i, I love this now colts obviously colts dolphins dolphins ain't doing it. i don't know but they, they picked up the two his fifth year but I mean, shit. You you got at least, but I mean, we we've said this before. You got at least see see what it is. Put an offer in there. See if you can figure something out. Um, but I like this man. He he's he's been the good soldier for for a long time. Too long. <laughs> a long time. Too long. Uh, it's been a winner. He's been a unanimous MVP. Uh, he he's had that team and that offense on his back. I don't think that offense and that system has done him any favors, honestly. And he's won and dominated despite uh, despite that. So, man, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what's next for eight, man. So, hey, so, so let's talk about it. Colts got the number four pick. Obviously, I think the Ravens said they wanted two first-rounders. We can give up this number four pick and what? We give up uh, – we got a first-round pick in um, in 2024. We haven't done anything in the in the past to, to, to give that pick up, did we? I don't know. I don't think so. I think we traded that that same one for under Um 
I'm not sure. Don't give me the line. I yeah, but, but I mean, sure. I, I mean, that would be that would be valuable, especially if you the Ravens, number four pick. Um, I don't know if it's are we past that point where you got to do the two two first rounders? Is it like you just whatever deal you can work out? I mean, I'm pretty sure at all times, I think it will be like whatever deal we can work out. I would hope, I would assume. I think the Ravens was coming out saying like, this is what we wanted. Yeah, when they when they put that on. Um, the 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 um tag. the tag on them, I'm pretty, I'm thinking now wow. it's like, okay, well, let's come up with something that works for, for both sides and we can, we can get it done. Um, yeah, but man. One of the best quarterbacks and one of the best young quarterbacks in his prime is moving, man. And um, I like that he made it clear, he made it known that he's ready to move on. I also like that uh, he's he's been trying to handle it once again, smoothly behind the scenes as a professional. You put this request in 25 days ago with all the news that's surrounding Lamar Jackson every day uh, on TV, radio, and everywhere else. Um, and he just made it clear, hey, I want to be all right now. I would still like to see him. I would like to see him get paid. That's what I would like to see. Get paid, go to a new team, show your value to that new organization. Because obviously, Baltimore didn't value enough, value you enough. Whoa, I know they're gonna be sick in that locker room. Man, what? So it's interesting that you say, like, you know, he he requested this trade March 2nd, and you heard reports come out, you know, about you know. And so-called agent or his so-called advisor trying to um negotiate on his behalf and you know try to seem like try to throw some dirt on, on, on Lamar's facts on Lamar's name. So now it's like the timing of it, yeah, seems seems when a little did that, weird. When did that Schefter tweet come out too? Talking about the with the with the breakdown of the money. Um, he was like, Yeah, the Ravens offered him. I think he said 200 guaranteed when like something 133 to something else like 160 something to 200 then in the tweet it was like much more guaranteed money than Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson but yeah now all the timing of those it's, leaks, it's, it makes sense now it's it, it's because 25 day window trust me somebody else knew what was going on hey put this out there put that out there yeah 30 yeah. games being played man uh and it always is very, very interesting, man. But once again, if you just tuned in, Lamar Jackson has officially, as of March 2nd, requested a trade away from the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I'm excited to see what's next for, for LJ8. Yes, sir. Hmm. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Hardball has a pressure that just started, too. So um guess we'll have more info on Thursday on this. Hey, let's talk about when you think it. a deal goes down, huh? I said, when you think a deal goes down by I say by the end of the draft. week, by the end of the week, draft. We got a month, we got a month leading up to the draft. So I think before the draft, uh, hold on, let me see what uh, I'm gonna say the end of the shit. Let me see what Hardball talking about. Seen the tweet. I had this ongoing process. Uh, I'm, I'm following it very closely, just like everybody else is here, and uh, looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited, thinking about Lamar all the time, thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea, and uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back to football. I'm confident that's going to happen. So that was the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens, John Harbaugh, saying that he's monitoring the situation and keeping a close eye on it, just like everyone else. And he's also thinking about Lamar all the time and looking forward to building the offense, continuing to build the offense around him. So uh, we shall see. Uh, so now we wait on Lamar to wherever deal and Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. If that actually even happens at this point, you notice does that all go back in Green Bay? He's taking a snap to Green Bay next season. But um, interesting, always interesting on the QB front in the nfl as soon as we thought it was gonna be a slow day hey. boom <laughs> lamar wants out hey i love it man yes sir yeah man you got anything else before we get up out of here nah man you know me on monday you already know what i'm gonna tell you to do go get you 30 minutes man 
um get the heart rate up move around health is wealth you heard it here man go get your 30 minutes in yes sir we'll see y'all on uh thursday yes sir well you can no we still got time boom it's not till saturday all right we out Hi, brother. Nah, bro, be good.